0: Hey, this is Liz, and you're listening to the South CAC Syndicate Podcast.
1: Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the South CAC Syndicate Podcast. My name is Jared Cutterman, and I'm with my co-host, Kyle Voss, and this is episode 18. 18. Today is Friday. If you're driving in your car listening to us, we appreciate it. The weather is sunny and cool. Yeah. One of the
2: things I did want to mention that we kind of failed to mention is you can can watch this as well on YouTube. So Mm -hmm. just search uh, South CAC Syndicate Podcast on YouTube. You can find us there. Um the episodes are maybe a couple weeks behind, I guess, on YouTube, but they're there. We're gonna the plans already kinda of speed that up and it'll only be like a week
1: behind. hmm So that's uh YouTube, check it out. So today. Interesting. Interesting. How Cheers. you how you feeling today, Jared? I'm
2: <laughs> <laughs> great.
1: Jared had a great had a had a great night. Had a great date.
2: Date great, night last great night. Day,
1: day. Yeah, so today we've got a very interesting character. We'll never get it in on one episode. We'll have him back. Um, it's it's like having an onion and you just got to peel back the layers. This guy's has done a lot and into a lot and traveling a lot. So we're going to hit on some Instagram. We're going to hit on van life. We're going to hit on some stock market tips. And uh, I want to welcome Bobby Myers to hey, the hey. podcast. Hey, Bobby, how are you? What's going on, Jared and Kyle? Just another you day in the yeah. office. <laughs>
0: All right, man. It is a gorgeous day out here in South Carolina.
1: Living the dream. It is. So, uh, Bobby and I have been friends for, I don't know, a decade, it seems like, uh, from uh, originally from here. Yeah, yeah. And then took off down to Miami-Dade for a spell.
0: I had to be an adult down there and
1: yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> uh, started my career down there. But I'd come back, you know, for a month or two, yeah. I'd come back up here. I'd still had... Family, my mother and my father up here. So I'd come up to Mahalo Mountain Rest. Did
2: you go to school here? Yeah, I went to Seneca. Okay. Yeah, played for Coach Tom Bass. Okay. Yeah, I think what year was what year did you graduate? Ninety two. Okay, so I was just before us, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because I think I think Bass was still there when we played. I didn't play. We didn't play for him, but played Uh, against him. Yeah. Yeah. He was also my my driver's
0: ed.
1: teacher yeah. yeah
0: oh man that was rough
1: I mean, what doesn't it usually work like that because i think i coach Pake. yeah our coach was our driver's ed. i think they have to teach to coach and like who can drive the, a car that's <laughs> the cl- that's the class hey
2: take us take us we're gonna today we're driving to chick-fil-a
1: <laughs> pick up teacher appreciation yeah. food yeah yeah so you came back from miami and uh you kind of hunkered down here for a little bit and then uh you took off
0: that's right yeah i i, uh, I spent 23 years in a very high stress, life and death career. Twenty
2: three years, long time. gives you For, gives you a lot of time to evaluate what's important. I guess. Oh huh?
0: man, you ain't kidding, Kyle. So, mm-hmm. uh, came, of course, came back home. The first thing I did was retired by my forty sixth birthday,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, said, "Well, I'm going to come back home and let's do it here. That's going to be the rest of my life here." Yeah. COVID hit, and uh, I had a van. And I'd done some traveling, but not extensive, extensive traveling at that point. Right. So I said, well, let, let's take off for five, six months, and which I did. Got homesick, though, because everywhere I've been, I've been all over the world, and especially all over the country. Right here, upstate South Carolina is the place. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, don't sh- let the secret out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Too late. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I tell you what,
2: it, it, there is no place like home. We are, Amen. Yeah. we are blessed to be here. I don't know that I'm as well-traveled as you, but. I've probably experienced every part of the country. You know, you have the the desert, you have the whatever, you know mountains, the Rockies. And I'm with you on that. Like it's this is a special place for sure. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's it's a special place, but it's two places in one. Like where we're at is one particular part of South Carolina and you can go to the coast, it's That's a totally right. different state. Sure. Yeah. Forty minute flight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Or
2: for us poor folks, <laughs> or a
1: four hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But so the, you uh, you took off for, yeah, yeah. I think I remember your first trip after coming back. It was five or six it, months. That was about five months, yeah. And you went north, and then you went west, and you went south, and just all over the country. And I went from uh,
0: Canada and Mexico yeah. to the uh, Pacific back to the Atlantic, yeah. Did, yes, you, so.
2: did you plan it out or just wing it? I winged it, man. I, yeah. I, I, Good for you. And I
0: never know where I'm going to sleep the night before, and I kind of like that. Yeah, you wake up. I'm like, oh, let's just go and we'll figure it out. And I always figured it out. It could be in a parking lot, um, a Walmart, yeah. which I hate doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or it could be in the middle of a forest, in the middle of a desert, up top of the mountain. And uh, my first uh, van I, I purchased in uh, a 2019. Yep. And I was a Jeep guy at the time. I was a Jeep Wrangler guy. Loved my Jeep. But this is the two the two door Jeep. Like an was, Overland,
2: you have an Overland set up on it though.
0: I did. Yeah. And uh, uh, but you couldn't sleep very comfortable in that no. thing. So yeah, I started looking at vans. I was like, it's got to be four by four. It's got to be something I can take wherever, on a beach or up on a mountain. Yeah. So that's what I did. I, I, I purchased a Ford F three E three fifty. Yeah. As a you know one of the bigger uh, passenger vans, and decked it all out. And uh, had it built out
2: and everything else, and
0: I had everything I could possibly need in there. wasn't the most comfortable thing, but you had it. But I had it. Yeah.
2: Was it was it pretty incognito? I mean, could you go to a Walmart parking lot and nobody really think nothing about it?
0: Yeah, for for one night on the van. On the <laughs> yeah. van.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, wasn't, move. A, it move. wasn't a free candy van. This thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This thing had a paddleboard up top, mountain bike on the back, ladder on the side. I got like, you. It looked like an overland setup. Yeah, like, so, there was no mistake in it.
2: So I have like this. Uh, so I'm married, have four kids. So like, there's no way I could do that. I mean, I could, if I got a school bus or, you know, did a schoolie, but I have this like secret affinity to, to do what you do. Right. Like I watch those videos. I follow all kinds of people on YouTube and I watch them building vans to uh, ambulances to schoolies, like full on schoolies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that'd be so cool to do, you know? And I actually hope that one day, you know, my kids are gone and. Me and, the, me and the wife, she's not too happy about doing it, but I'm like, no, nah, we're going to build one, and we're going to take off. Mm-hmm. Oh, she'd love it, I yeah. guarantee
0: It It's hard not to love. The thing with the schoolies, though, and, and— You can't get them in certain spots, which is
2: what I've heard. That's right. Yeah.
0: You trade comfort for freedom yeah. and vice versa.
2: See, I think I would want to— That's why I say if it was just us two, I would probably go with more of a setup like you, where you can get in and out, park anywhere you want. You know, most people don't really know that you're sleeping there. Right. Kind of get away with that for a night or two. Versus a schoolie, it's a schoolie. Like, you know. You yeah, know somebody's no, in there in yeah. bed. Yep. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's funny how there, there is a subculture, a van life subculture or nomad subculture. Yeah, it's getting super popular. Super popular. And I started, it got popular during COVID because people are like, you know, let's get out of it. A
2: lot of people work remote too, so like they took their jobs with them.
0: That's right. So what I discovered real fast, and this is how I wound up in the van. And it's a funny story. Left Miami, Florida, went out to California, picked up. But I, I delivered my Jeep. I sold a Jeep to a friend of mine who lives in Hawaii. And she's a, a nurse out there. And they can't get vehicles in Hawaii. And if they do there, they're coming from California. Right. And the, the taxes are ridiculous and everything else. So she's like, can I buy the Jeep? I'm like, absolutely. Drove it out to California, picked up a van from a, a gentleman who, uh, he, he was he was selling his van. Uh, it was beautiful, beautiful van. I seen it online, and I was like, that's what I want. That is the one I want. Yeah. So picked it up in L.A., took the Jeep on, onto a barge and shipped it to, to Hawaii. I'm driving the van back, and I my first, well, second night, I've, I spent a few days in, in San Diego, but I, I went out into this small, small town in the middle of the Arizona desert called Quartzsite. Yep. Never heard of it before in my life. I was like, oh, that's a place to stop. And it was about maybe two hours before the sun set. And I'm in a taco joint in the middle of the desert. It's a small, small town, and uh, I'm the only vehicle in there. And it's four by four, and you have all the, you know. Right. I didn't have all the bells and whistles on it, but a lot of bells and whistles came with it already. This guy comes into the restaurant. And he's like, man, is that your vehicle outside? Is that your rig? I said, "Yes, sir, it is." And he goes, "Man, I, I've always wanted one of those." But and uh, so I said, oh, "Come on, sit down. and have We had tacos and a Corona together." And uh, he was an older guy, maybe seventy, and he was a uh, an engineer, I believe. He was out of Colorado. And it's like we, you know, I'm, I'm traveling with a bunch of people. We're all elderly, yeah, and we're all out in the desert. And, and this is what we do we, for the next five months. <laughs> we just we, travel. We just uh, we just traveled together.
2: When was this? When was this?
0: Was it during like the winter? This was right around October twenty nineteen. Because cause it's okay to go here.
1: No, oh, absolutely. This is a great story. It hit me. It hit me with story about we about yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, tell the whole thing. It's great.
0: So uh, he goes, we're, "We're just a bunch of old people." And he says, where, "Where are you camping tonight?" And th- this is really new to me. My third night <laughs> yeah, on the road. God, I
2: don't really know how this. <laughs>
0: And I was like, hey, you know, I, I don't know. I'm going to camp over here. And there's out west. There's plenty of camps, of free campsites. It's a, it's called a Bureau of Land Management, BLM. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's all over the place, and you have national forests too. You don't have to pay. You don't have to go to a, a campground and pay twenty bucks or thirty bucks. You can go just about anywhere. Yeah, there's no west. picnic
2: table. You just park
0: wherever the hell you want to. Exactly, yeah. and some of the most amazing scenery. So out there, it's just amazing scenery out there. It's you know, thirty foot cactus everywhere, yeah. and desert, and coyotes, and it's really fantastic. You get, you so, get horizon sunsets versus yeah, you, out here. All you
2: see is it go behind the trees.
0: <laughs> right. You know, mm-hmm. that's exactly it. So I we, we were having a great conversation. He's like, well, we're camping tonight. I said, well, I guess up here north of town. And he goes, why don't you come with me, hang out with us. We're going to have a turkey dinner. There, there's about 20 of us. We're going to have a turkey dinner and we're going to do this. There's movie nights. And I'm like, wow, really? You, you all got it all set up nice. He goes, yeah, come on out. So I, I followed him out into the desert, about five miles out of town. And I get there. And, and he, when we get there, there's a giant ring of different rigs. And you have your Class A's, your Class C's. You, you have scamps. You have all sorts of vehicles that are, that are there already. And they're in a big, giant circle. Burning man. man. It's kind of like a, <laughs> yeah. an old person burning man. Yeah, a little like okay. yeah. I'm sure where we're going <laughs> with this. So right in the middle is this giant campfire with a, or a camp set up, a fire, a fire ring and with a bunch of chairs around. And I don't see anybody. And he pulls into a spot, and I'm way on the outside. And I'm like, okay, and eventually I get out. And, I, and uh, when I get out, uh, I'd notice people kind of exiting their rigs. And uh, every single one, they're, they're all – he was the, the youngest, I believe, and he was 70. Uh, the yeah, oldest was 94. Uh, A nice woman. Good for them. She was a school teacher out of Pennsylvania. That's all I remember about her. All in the nude.
2: (laughs) Ah, coming out of the vans nude, huh? Coming out of the vans completely (laughs) nude.
1: They are living their best life. Sounds like
2: one of those Florida, one of those Florida, you ever heard about those places in Florida. Like oh, most yeah, yeah. STDs ever in this one community or whatever. Anyway, go ahead.
0: <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's Celebration, I believe. That's yeah. near,
2: near Orlando, Tampa area. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I don't think at ninety in the middle of the desert, a lot of that going on. But understand, yeah. I bet it.
2: There, I'm sure there is. Maybe if they're all naked too. I mean, every well, it to them, I'm, And I'm with my career. I'm not. I'm not a. Mm. So they didn't give you no heads up at all. Like, dude didn't say, hey, there might be somebody that doesn't have any clothes on.
0: <laughs> I'm no stranger to nudity from, from my, my mm-hmm. former career. I'm, uh, We'll put it that way. <laughs> However, <laughs> not, not a warning, not a nothing, not a hey. Not a th- hint. There may be a little nudity,
2: nothing. <laughs> it was just all... It, it was. We're all free spirits. They didn't say nothing like that. No, no nothing.
1: Even and, I've walked into a party and they go heads up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but not in the desert out west. I guess that's just a thing. So, what are your two choices? My
0: choices: A right. is to get the heck out of there, or B uh, just go with it and eat that turkey dinner. <laughs> yeah. Drop trial and join the club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, we got a young one in town. <laughs> <laughs> now I was gonna do that. I'm, I'm pretty modest, and we're, we're we're pretty modest up here in the South. Uh-huh. We're conservative here in the <laughs> yeah. South. So I said, all right, well, yeah, I, I had some, oh, I'm going to take some pictures out here of this 30-foot cactus, and I'll see you all at dinner. And, and I came back, and thank goodness, because it it gets it drops to 40 degrees at, at night in the <laughs> desert. Everybody puts clothes on. Everybody's clothed by the time I get back, and one of the best turkey dinners mm. I've ever had in my life. Uh. And, and so I, I, we sat around the campfire and, and listened to campfire stories and, they wanted to hear my story because they've all they all traveled. This is what they do. Yeah. Uh come you know, the wintertime out there. They they leave from Minnesota, Colorado, yeah. wherever, and all they just travel around the the desert southwest in their in their vehicles.
2: That was my my initial uh so introduction. Did they, did they say something about it afterwards? Like, Oh yeah, we're like a nudist colony or like nothing. Act <laughs> nothing. like it never happened. Nothing. You showed up for turkey dinner it's and they act like it n- never happened. Yep. Like, it, it,
1: Nothing. I mean, have you ever shown up somewhere and acted like the night before it never happened? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't
2: know. It depends on if I know the people or not. And it wasn't the night before. It was like 20 minutes that's, that's before. I'd right. be that's, like, that's, hey, that's what was... Anyway, yeah. I'd just be... I would have so many questions. Yeah. That I think I would... And me not knowing anybody, I wouldn't care. I'd just be like, okay, what do you, what's going on here?
1: Yeah. And this was still in your E350, right? Yeah. I, j- yeah. I
0: just picked it up from LA driving back east.
1: Now, you held on to that thing for a couple of years, I right? I did, yeah. How many
0: miles did you put on that?
1: Oh, gosh, about 100,000. Yeah. yeah. And I've I
0: recently sold it back in uh, July. Is that market still pretty good? Oh, yeah. You got yeah. your
1: money back. I, your I, of, think yeah. it's, I think it's getting better, man. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: More and more people are getting into that world. A lot of people don't want to build them themselves. Well, you remember
1: just... when Chris Farley did the SNL skit in the 90s? He was like, if you don't straighten up, you're going to end up living down by, by yeah. the river in a van or a yeah. van down by the river. yeah. yeah. Well, now it's like you gotta be an entrepreneur, or a retiree, or a millionaire yeah. to afford a van. That
2: or, a you know, you just gotta be willing to take the risk too, man. A lot of people you know, a lot of those videos I watch, it's like, yeah, we sold everything we had. Yeah. You know, and that's really hard for people to do. Oh yeah. Sell your house, sell your possessions, and then like
1: venture the out van. in
2: venture out into something that you have no clue how it's gonna play out. Hmm. Um, but you know, I feel like if you can cut those ties. You'll experience a whole world that nobody that like point two percent, point oh two percent of the world get to experience, right? Because there is no
1: there is no rat race. Have you ever seen the movie Into the Wild? I don't think so. I've heard of it. It's the Chris McCandless story about his trek to Alaska. And it's a true story, and and uh, I'm sure if you're listening, you're familiar with the story or uh, or the movie. Eddie Vedder did the soundtrack for it. It's one of my favorite movies. And that's exactly what he did. He cut up his social security card, cut up his driver's license. Yeah. Threw it, burned his money, and started hoofing it across the country. Picking up odd jobs until he got mm-hmm. to Alaska. Like, and and the whole thing was, it's just anti-society. Why, yeah. are we, why are we trying to do the rat race? Why are we working 30 years for a gold watch and a rocking chair after yeah. that? Like, it just He it was yeah, anti-establishment. Well, in a lot of, a you know, a lot of.
2: You familiar with the movie? Very much so.
1: Love the movie. Yeah.
2: You know, a lot of the people that I've I've seen too, they talk about the fact like, why wait till you're not in your prime to experience these things? Oh, hey, like, man. live bare minimum now, yeah. right? And I, don't, I mean, this is kind of not necessarily what you you guys You're doing that now, but you did the rat race thing. Mm-hmm. Did you? You retired, so I mean, technically, you've already went through that. You're just young enough to still be able to get out there and experience these things. But you know, a lot of these people that are. Right out of college, and they're just like, can't find a job, you know, they got some kind of crazy major, can't get a job. They're just like, what are we doing this for? Yeah,
1: that's right. So, while Bobby was in, still in the E315, we're going to get into the revel uh story here in a second, but he was uh stopping by cemeteries.
0: Well, it goes, it goes I don't want to interrupt, but yeah, it was yeah before police. that, so, yeah. March 23rd,
1: 2016,
0: I'm in, I'm living in Miami, I lived right on the beach. And it was a great surfing day, mount surfing, and uh, long story short, I, I helped rescue a oh, yeah. young man. Yeah, and uh, it was a, it was a, in the process, nearly killed myself doing so.
2: About uh, about drowned yourself?
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not to getting too much detail. I nearly killed myself, and uh, and from that day forward, I'll give it, I'll give you a, a quote. It'll probably be on my own headstone one day. And uh, I can't take credit for this quote it's from Confucius, with the, uh, the the Chinese ph- philosopher. It says, "Every man has two lives. The second one begins mm-hmm. when they realize they only have one." Whew. Yeah. That day I realized, oh, I only have one of these. And it, yeah. it almost ended <laughs> just now. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, some mm-hmm. that day for it, it changed my life, changed how I looked at things. To, my my. Like I, I noticed things I you never noticed before. Yeah. When you realize just how precious, <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, sunsets and sunrises. I know I never paid attention to that stuff. That's that's eh. every day I I look at either the sunrise and sunset and take
2: take yeah. take that in because you're like that's another one in the books. Yeah. But I was able to, I was mm-hmm. able to soak in.
0: Yeah. And. Uh, it changes your life, and I I can't if, if anyone's listening who's ever had a near death experience, they I can guarantee that it has changed your life. Sometimes for the yeah. best, most of the time for the best, I think. But you don't take life for for granted anymore, mm-hmm. or friendships, or
2: relationships, yeah. or anything. I've got a buddy of mine that we're trying to get on the podcast. That's got cystic fibrosis, mm-hmm. and so you're limited. I mean, they basically tell you you know 25, mm-hmm. you're done. Well, he's like in his Mid to late thirties, I think. And I talked to him. I'm like, "How you know having that has to change the way you live?" He's like, "Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. because you don't know how long you got left." That's right. You know, oh. you're like maximizing every day, which is what you're talking about. That's right. Yeah. So from that
0: day forward, I I, I was I had to stay in pretty good shape for my career. So I was jogging, I was swimming, and everything else. But I, I went to go visit some friends, and I had buried in a cemetery. We had big cemeteries in Miami, you know, 100 acres, 200 acres. And I'm in at this particular cemetery, and it's like, oh, that's a good place to jog, and to keep, you know, before I go yep. to work or something. Nobody's in your way. Yeah, you get hit by cars in Miami, jog, jogging on the side of the road. So I said, well, maybe I'll just start jogging here. I'll, I'll visit my, my friends here every once in a while. and So I started doing it like once or twice a week. And I'd go, and when I was jogging, I would see like, you know, the, the first it started with, I'd see the little silk flowers, you know, toppled over. So I'd go and fix them, put them back up, and off i go jogging again. And then it, it got to where I was like, oh, okay, I, I need to pluck some weeds around this particular headstone, or I well, need that, to do this, or need to do that. that headstone's leaning over. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that's what I started doing. Mm-hmm. And it, it was very therapeutic. And it was, and, Kind of, I won't say morbid. I mean, you got to be comfortable with death, which I was and still am. But it, it, it's you don't want to spend too much time at a cemetery. Yeah. But it, I, I had, and, and you realize these certain things in the cemetery. You learned a lot about history. There's so much history in these cemeteries.
2: There's a lot of appreciation I would, I would think you could get from, you know, just reading those headstones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's,
0: and you can see people's humor. These people that have departed. It's. I've seen like recipes on on headstones. Where like grandma's <laughs> Their famous uh, recipe: chocolate chip cookies, and and they have it's fantastic. Some great quotes. S- special and,
2: brownies. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then you you see people what they've uh, a lot of war heroes, especially World War Two. Mm-hmm. You see what what they've done, and you see you know, uh, just the amazing stories. You find just in any cemetery. Yeah. It's not it Doesn't have to be a big mm-hmm. cemetery. Just. Our local cemeteries here in Oconee County are we are
2: filled with yeah. with old. Oh, so I, I was going yeah. through your Instagram yesterday and seeing a seeing where you'd posting uh, headstones that actually had the pictures of the person on it right. in Colorado. And I I'll, saw those and I was like, man, that one picture speaks volumes. Yeah, to yeah. who that person was. Yeah, those are called uh, porcelain portraits. And they that's were great. big, big back in the late 1800s. People still do that. Yeah, they still do it. They should. They like it should be now. They're laser etched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm doing porcelain because it looked like a real picture to me. Like laser etched, oh, yeah. you kind of get like this. <clears throat> no, nah, I want people to like see yeah. who I was. Oh, you know? you're gray. I want to see my gray, my beard. You know, I lived a full life. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: So that's how I started. So I I started cleaning headstones, and it went from cleaning and 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 into like complete restoration. So I would go. I went around the country in the van, not to big cemeteries because you have the big cemeteries like
2: they take pretty good care. They have maintenance they, crews. It's, it's yeah. called
0: perpetual care. That's where right. They they hire people to go mow the grass everything else. And then we have ours out here. Yeah, and a lot I know a lot of Jared's is buried up at Little Water oh, uh, up the mountain. I am
1: perpetual care. He for, is the birth <laughs> cemetery
0: exactly. We, and mm-hmm. Jared three, four, five times a year goes up to
1: the, his family cemetery.
0: There's a good
1: maybe two hundred people buried there. Yeah, there's a lot. Me and my yeah. cousin Michael, we do that every year. We eat weed together. eat and, weed and, eat and, and, mow and try and Yeah, There's a ton of cemeteries. Especially ants. in the south. I don't know about you know, out west
2: I don't remember ever seeing this, but especially in the south, like most of your cemetery your old cemeteries are right next to old churches. Yeah. You know, and they're just not taken care of like like yeah. you know, the big
1: the big mainstream cemeteries are now. Yeah. yeah. Well ours, for example, is right off the Chuga River. It was probably the closest knoll for anybody in that area yeah there was no church there uh-huh. this is just the the plot and uh we've got uh tombstones that are pieces of rock Yeah, that's like it. there's some roman numerals on them like they go way back and we've got civil war because uh, some confederate guys up there but for me and this is different for bobby but for me and me and my family cemetery i'm attached to these people yeah and i can hear grandpa going yeah you missed a spot
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know any
1: job worth doing is is worth yeah. doing right yeah. and so it's like an honor for me in bobby's case it's an honor for him but he has no relationship with the people yeah but what i love about bobby's instagram and it's r-o-u-r mm. heroes headstones underscore underscore yeah r underscore heroes underscore headstones
2: yeah now i will tell you i tried to search that yesterday mm.
1: and it didn't pull up Mm. Just write it
2: out. I here. He just had write it
1: out. Day. Then it showed up for some reason. Was, it was kind of weird. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, but he'll go in, and I encourage you, if you're listening to go check his Instagram out. You know, he's probably pushing 6,000 followers and a ton of reels and posts, but he goes in and tells the story. Like I remember when it was just time lapse of you toothbrushing and scrubbing and chemical and washing. And then yeah. at some point, you transitioned into maybe in the van where you had a little more free time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and some editing software. And he went in and dug. And through the archives, and found the story of Air Force pilots yeah. and his children, and I mean, I think it is super get cold chills just thinking about it. And that is a uh, it takes a special person yeah. to put in the time for somebody I they don't know. You know no, thank
2: You one of the biggest things that it really bothers me is our is the lack of education of our history. Now, it could be anything, right? It could be local history, it could be yeah. national history, but you know, I feel like I know until I see things like what he's posting or what other people are and I'm like, I have no clue about our history. Yeah. You know, I mean I know the wars, I know but man, you start digging into it and you're just like, you know, it gets it's like you realize that you know like one percent of what act and then when you when you dig into it, it makes you appreciate. Yeah. And I think I think a level of appreciation is exceptionally good for it whatever you're trying to do in life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Sure. You need to appreciate where you came from, what you got, you know, you know, and you can do that by seeing what well, maybe what other people went
1: through to get you where you're at or. You know, it's crazy though, watching his videos and seeing these guys from, you know, 1802, you know, in their, in their porcelain picture and you, you now you can put a face with the name on some of these that you did in Colorado. Sure. And I, I just wonder, you know, it's not that I question immortality. What I question is, have I done enough in that, that dash in between my yeah. birth date and my death date, like my mom used to say, we're, we're still does. We're only two generations from being forgotten. Yeah, oh, for sure. Like your grandkids, will, you, your great grandkids will never know you. Yeah, right. So, it, I, have we done enough? What did this John guy in Colorado? What did he do? Like, and now we're two hundred years later. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. it's like. <laughs> have you ever thought about?
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> you ever thought
1: about making YouTube videos?
2: I, I do. I I have. I'm about maybe 2,000. Okay, so you YouTube. do make them. I'll have I, to check that out. I haven't done it. I have
0: about 80,000 followers on TikTok.
1: Okay. Now, same handle?
0: Yeah, same handle. Out here's Headstones. Thing on TikTok, I, I, I refuse to be monetized. So yeah. when you sign up for TikTok, and with all the controversy going on, I signed up as Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck, one of the <laughs> two. <laughs> Date of birth of 1171. Uh, I, I, I don't want it. Number Donald one, I... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, they they got Donald Duck, but I I I refuse to take a dime for this. It's not it's not about making money. I I couldn't look myself in the mirror. Yeah. And say oh
2: I, I made I made some money off cleaning somebody's grave. Just, yeah. But do you, do you look at it as you made money off cleaning somebody's grave or you made money off the the creation of the content? The cleaning of the grave is different.
0: Mm. No, it, to me, it's, it's, the, it's same. the same. It's the same. And
2: and I got into it because. I was doing
0: it, and people would ask, or, or they'd tell me. And Jared being one of them, they'd say, well, "Why don't you put this out there in social yeah. media?" People, because I, I would just take videos and send them to my friends. Yeah, uh, and uh, they said, well, you, you should you should do something with this." I, I started putting on on Instagram and YouTube, and and it, it's grown. I've had I'm not going to name names, though I've had celebrities reach out to me and say, "Man, this is fantastic, and,
2: and yeah. what
0: you're doing." And uh, you know, I started just cleaning the stones, but then I, I dig into their pasts after I clean. I don't, I don't want to look at these people and. and As you're doing it? I, I, before I'm doing it, I don't want yep. to make it a. If I I go by, if a stone or a, a gravesite is is neglected, and, and the vast majority, 99% of the, the, the ones are from neglected cemeteries. And real quick, do you know the difference between a cemetery and a graveyard?
2: Uh, no idea.
0: Cemeteries its own little... By thing. somebody else? It's its own piece of property, like right. Low Water mm-hmm. at the Snyder Cemetery. Um, but a graveyard is attached to a religious facility, like a church. Or,
2: okay. Right?
0: So that's, that's uh, the, the, the yard where they, the graves are that is attached gotcha. to the church. Gotcha. So right. the church
2: has a graveyard. Exactly. A we have a cemetery. A cemetery is a physical right. spot that was mm-hmm. developed just for that purpose.
0: Yeah, so the... Uh, and that's how it it started. So I'd, I've I've just I've done as of twenty sixteen when I started. I want to say I'm at eight thirty right now in in twenty eight states. Okay,
1: unknown. Like somebody will drive by and see a fresh cleaned cemetery. Yeah. Or a grave site, and Bobby's gone. Yeah. Six thousand miles away by then, and nobody I, knows who did it. Yeah. I've
2: I've had somebody reach out. It. uh Man. Maybe they found their maybe they found something that you did that was they knew who it was, type of deal. Or? I don't know how they found me, but they did. And wonderful family.
0: And they're in Montana. In, in not in the middle of nowhere, Montana. Quick story. Fergus County, Montana. It's a small town called Lewisville. And I was I actually spent the night in the cemetery. I couldn't find a camping spot in time
1: because mm, <laughs> it's so there.
0: remote. And uh, I, I wasn't in this. I was kind of off the, the side of the road at the cemetery. But in the morning, I woke up and, and started cleaning this uh, uh, World War II veteran's grave. And it, was, it was in bad shape. And I was out there for about an hour, and this gentleman comes over in a truck, and he had a little dog with him, dogs sniffing around the cemetery and everything. He comes up to me, and, yeah, so, you know, we started talking. And uh, he's, oh, so is this your family member? I'm like, no, I, I needed some, some help, I'm, you know. Obviously, and, and this gentleman had died maybe in the 60s. so uh, no family to to attend to it. And it was a small cemetery where it's I don't say neglected cemetery, but it needed some work. Yeah, and those are the ones I look for usually. So, Fergus County, and uh, early in the morning, he starts telling me about a a, a family member who served with the Tenth Mountain Division in World War Two, and if you're familiar, it's, it's a story. Division Bob Dole was in that division, and, and to this day, it's 10th Mountain Division is still around. They're just uh, amazing with the stories coming out of that, that division. So he said, Uh, you know, I have this uh family ma- member named Cliff Clifford Lervik, Norwegian, I believe, or Swedish, I believe they're Norwegian. He goes, he, He's up at this particular cemetery. Um, could you go up there and maybe check on him? I'm like, Yeah. No, I'm, I'm in Montana. I, got I didn't nothing know, better to do. I didn't even know where I
2: was going to sleep tomorrow night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you pointed me to a KOA, <laughs> a DOA. Yeah.
0: Oh Lord. So this was near a, a town called Jordan, Montana, population maybe 500. And I, I know this because I met the entire town, <laughs> all 500. I, there was a were wind. they
2: were they in a circle around a campfire? ooh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. I, it, it was 500 miles. Montana's a big state. It's our fourth largest state. And I was like, yeah. I by know by acreage? That. I but, get, yeah. By, you know, It'd have to be. Not yeah, like square miles. Say, right.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. It's huge.
0: So I said, yeah. Now, looking on the map, it's it, these big, giant square states, they, they oh, okay, that, that'll take me two hours to get to. No, it takes a day or two days sometimes. It, yeah. So I said, yeah, I'll, I'll go up there, sure. And he told me this, this gentleman's story. He was just this giant war hero. And he was a a family member. I didn't ask, you know, details. I was like, yeah, I wrote down his name. And uh, I didn't even get his name. So I I go up, I drive to, and I took the long way around to to get to uh, uh, Jordan, Montana. Go to Jordan, Montana. It's off this farm road. It's about 25 miles of, of dirt, unpaved roads to get there. And lo and behold, it's there. It's a pretty big cemetery. It's from... Early 1800s, so you see all these really great hand-carved monuments, and they put a lot of time and effort and love yeah. into these carving these old marble monuments. A lot of them, and uh, I found Clifford Lurvick, and I I swept it up and cleaned them up, and it, the the wind was real bad out there. I had to zip tie some things down, and and uh, th- and that was it. And I, I I think I would cleaned three or four of them while I was there. And I did it. That video is on my YouTube. The, the search for Clifford Lervik, I want to say. That's cool. Man, I'd say about two months ago, three months ago, I get a, a message on Instagram from one of his family members and uh, said, Hey, I found you. I wanted to thank you. And I was blown away. Blown away. I, I, I still don't know how they, they, they found, found you. you know, maybe through Google search, they type in their father's name. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we follow each other on on, on Instagram cool. now. And lovely family. They they're, they're ranchers out in Montana, and uh, the whole family from I think Clifford Lurvick's father fought in World War One. Clifford fought in World War Two. I think is another son in Vietnam, and his I, and then uh, I think his granddaughter fought in Afghanistan and Iraq. It, it was just a, this whole lineage of right. soldiers out in the middle of Montana. So, it 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 was such an honor to do. Backbone of this country. That's
1: that's great. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about upgrading vans and stock market tips on the road with Bobby Myers. We'll be right back.
0: Let's face it. Shopping for insurance can be time-consuming. When it comes to your auto and home insurance needs, make things simple
1: and trust your Allstate experts. They will help you get the coverage that fits your needs while helping you bundle your auto and home. Bundling saves money, sure, but it also saves you time, so you can enjoy the things that matter most even more. Contact Clemson Allstate agent, Shane Smith, at 864-654-1047 today for a free personalized insurance proposal. Allstate, are you in good hands? We're back with Bobby Myers, Our Heroes Headstones on TikToker. TikToker.
0: Instagram. Too, Instagram and
1: YouTube, and YouTube. And YouTube, so check him out. So, Bo, we talked about a little bit of your first van and you through about a hundred thousand miles, all from Canada to California, literally. East coast, west coast, n-
0: uh, north up coast, and down. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then you decided, you know, I've, I've paid my dues. Hang on
2: one second. Gonna we'll put you on the spot. Yeah. What's your favorite, favorite place you've ever been in the U.S.? Ten Sleep, Wyoming.
1: Oh. Really?
2: Ten
0: Sleep, Wyoming. T E N T Ten, T-10, like the number ten. Ten Sleep. It's an Indian. The Indian, uh, I, I, I can't remember, it may be the Utes, named this town Ten Sleep because it took ten nights, ten nights of sleep yeah. to get from one camp to this, gotcha. to this particular town. Right,
1: sorry. That's okay. Unbelievable. So, so you paid dues and your E350, and and I, I remember that van. Yeah. And uh, it was a good van. You had a lot of room traveling, but you decided it was time for an upgrade. It
0: was time for an upgrade. I'm, I'm getting older, and yeah, I said, man, I, I need – you know, a little touch screen here, or I need a, a you know a a bigger bed, a I'd better heater, a refrigerator. Well, I had a refrigerator, but yeah. uh, in the old one. But you know, something something of a sink,
2: yeah, a, and a toilet. Solar? You got solar I set have, up?
0: I have solar on top.
1: Um, so you did a lot of research before you made this purchase, right? A, a ton of research. There's a lot of options now. There weren't mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. There just wasn't a lot of options out there. But now you got companies like Mercedes that are giving throwing Sprinter vans at companies, and they're upfitting from yeah. bumper to bumper. But tell everybody, uh, what did you end up going with? So, so, I,
0: so I went from the 2006 E350 Ford to the 2022 Sprinter van, uh, 4x4. Uh, it's called the Revel. That's the model. And uh, now, in the van life, I'm, I don't consider myself part of that van life community, but there oh, is. Oh, but ch- you are. <laughs> Arizona proved that. Oh man, uh, that that's just one. That 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 was my third day of van life. I, we're <laughs> we're going like, on, I'm in it four years now. I could. It goes. It gets weirder. Got, gets deep. It gets deep, man. <laughs> so, um, there there is there's like a, I don't know, like the 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 people there there's you see vans out there from the seventies and yeah. the eighties and they're a little. A little creepy, they can, they're a little, yeah, weird, yeah, little strange, but they, there's a, um, like these people don't hang out with this, these people, and these, you know, the, 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 the scamps don't hang, hang out with the class C's, and it,
2: it's, it's a weird thing. So, there is some dynamics in there, yeah, it's weird. It, it's like the, it's like being back in high school, it's like if I built it, I'm not hanging out with you that you right. bought it,
0: like exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, my, I bought, I, I, the, the the old van I built out. The new van, I didn't have to do a thing except. Turnkey. You know, yeah. That's
1: it. Turnkey and you know I, big difference though, I'd imagine, from that one ton suspension E three fifty to a brand spanking new oh, yeah. you know, plastic on the floor mat smell.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Sprinters are awesome. My sister uh ordered one. She does it more for taking the family on vacation, not right. they don't sleep in it. But they'll literally put a trailer behind it, mm-hmm. take bicycles, whatever, throw it all in there. They throw like eight people in the Sprinter and take off. It's got all a right. bathroom in it.
1: Yeah, we um, I wanted to open up for Sunny Ledford in Indiana one night, and uh, that's what they were traveling in. It was a Sprinter van, the, yeah. the whole band. Yeah, I opened the door and I was like, "What does that smell?" Well, it's us <laughs> <laughs> and weed, <laughs> <But> mostly us. <laughs> yeah, mostly Probably mostly weed. weed yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, the Sprinter van is a great van, but yeah. they've taken it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. It's not just right. a eight passenger van anymore. Right. It is a It is a tiny home. It's
2: It'll, it's the new uh, high roof right.
1: VW van, and if it has a restroom and a shower in it, you can ride it off.
0: That's right. If it
1: weighs a certain amount, you can do that. You can take it either way, or you can claim it as a second home really take deductions off interesting that. Mm-hmm. It, it's a fan
0: and I tell you what it it's when I got into it I was like oh man I'm, I'm the guy who lives down in a van down by the river you know I tell you what I don't regret one day one second yeah. what I've done I've loved every single every single moment of yeah.
2: of,
1: of, I mean, of van life you're living the dream and it's tech savvy like it's tech friendly not savvy it's tech friendly yep. so which means Bobby you got you got starlink on that
0: I have Starlink,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. So it gives you a chance to open up your laptop, edit your uh, headstone videos, and sure. then check your stocks for the morning. Do you do yeah, that? I
2: was, I was going to say, let's get in. Like, I want, you know, you talk about you don't want to monetize the content you make.
1: No, I refuse.
2: But I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, like, okay, he's. How having, do you afford? He's living the dream. Life. He's well, traveling he, around. Well, he's also retired. So that there's a yeah. pension there. But I,
0: I have a pension check that okay. comes in every month. But, but the stock, and I guess the, the
2: cheaper you can keep your cost of living, the more the further that pension check goes. Of right. course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And and diesel prices and my my the the rebel takes uh a Route West, and it's like six dollars a gallon out there. Yeah. It does cost some money. Absolutely. Well the rebel's not cheap by sticker price anyway. It's not. MSRP is right. like two oh seven. Yeah. Yeah, and two hundred and seven thousand.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know what Adam just picked up—the storyteller, the yeah. Mercedes storyteller—and uh, I know what the sticker price on that was. I was like, "Well, that's who said more well, than an- I got to write it off, and I needed to write yeah, it off. like, oh,
2: I get it now." Yeah,
1: that's how we get toys. You know, <laughs> we get <laughs> tax deductions. <laughs> so, um, so I want to back up a little bit. Yeah, tell me how you got involved in stock trading as a hobby, but now it's um, it's like a thing for you, right? You're like, oh yeah. Yeah. So tell us kind of in the beginning of what you were doing. Man, I we're we're going back twenty years. And are we day trading or are we looking at, you know, mutual funds and just checking on things? Are you actually swapping and moving and
0: Mut- well, mutual funds is how I retired. And I got into mutual funds late nineties, ninety eight.
2: A lot of dividends, I guess. And Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mutual funds, I tell you what, if, if there's one way to go if you're if you're a younger person, not you don't even have to be a younger person. If you're just a you could be 80, yeah, and mutual funds i I swear by them. I got into mutual funds and that's hence why I was able to retire at four to six um the but I also do day trading as well um I went a little bit into crypto uh, my, my one of my brothers is, is a, a huge crypto guy and and swears by it
2: um, crypto is young that's the pro, that's the thing with crypto.
1: Or well, we don't want to get off on crypto. We don't. No, I'm no.
2: just saying,
0: though, it's not the stock market. No, it's that's right.
1: It's
2: you know, it's young.
0: I am. I am a stock market guy. I, it is tried and true, and has has always done me right. Um, everybody from 1926 onwards, or 1929, 29 onwards, has done pretty good in the stock market if you stay in it. Yeah, uh, it, it's a lot of uh, you got to stay on top of things and everything else, but it's. If, if that's the way to go, it's the way to go. And and mutual funds is what had me retired at an early age. If I if I give you one piece of advice, mutual funds right now, whatever you're
2: doing.
1: Yeah. And and from there. Yeah, so,
2: especially if your company will like match.
1: Yeah. If so I mean, you you kind of
2: match, take advantage of it. You every. took
1: you took the stockbroker out. You took the middleman out and you had learned <laughs> everything about what you're doing on your own. So you don't need that one percent out of the picture uh, you're right. doing all this on your own so walk us through some of what do you look for in a stock uh, well dividends number one I, I, you, you're dividend only
0: i'm not dividend only no a lot of times you get paid to wait though yeah so yeah. It,
1: yeah you know yeah.
0: i i'll give an example i went i got involved in taser stock taser stock back in 2004 when it came out you know 50 cents a stock and everything that's gone on you know the taser uh, the the yep in law enforcement, they have the, the, the taser guns. And that was a, a stock. And, and never thought that would turn out. I was like, oh, I'll put a few hundred bucks into it. And and I tell you what, it, it split X amount of times. And after 2020, everything that happened in 2020, it just went right through the roof. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it's about uh, knowing what you're getting into. Yeah. Knowing what... Is happening in the world? What's happening in society? So we're probably a lot alike.
2: So I'll invest pretty heavy in dividend-style stocks, stuff I know, the stuff that I feel like is going to be around for a long time. Sure. And then there's the other half of that where I invest in the technologies, which aren't usually dividend stocks. You know, technologies growing companies, they don't pay a dividend because they're reinvesting that capital
1: into growing the company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then I'll play with those. Yeah, I mean, you know. So I'm going to throw out. Just a few stocks, and I don't want to spend any time on them. I just want you to tell me. Yeah, your name? Yes, no. Absolutely. And we'll move on to the next one. Next one. Amazon? No. Tesla? Yes. Apple?
0: As of right now, what is it, uh, December 1st,
2: 2022? No. A no. Yeah. That'd be me, too.
0: It'd be me, too. I, I, in fact, I sold See, all this, my stuff. Well, I sold every Apple stock I own yep. about a month ago.
2: The problem, the problem with what you just said is they, they're all in the same. They're all technology companies, mm-hmm. right? So, but, you're, so he's going to pick the best of the breed, which Berkshire. would be Tesla, in my opinion, and that's what he picked. Now, if you would have said like
1: Berkshire Hathaway,
2: yes, see, that's not a technology play, right? Although B- he owned, they own a ton of Apple, but BP. Oh yes. Yes, I, I'm, and they pay a good dividend too. Yeah, I in in fact I, that, I'm
1: in BP right now. Hmm. Interesting. Throw them out three.
0: Um, Your energy stocks you're not going to lose, whether it's 2022 so you, or two thousand
2: eighty two. You, 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 fo- you follow Kathy Wood? No, you don't follow her at all. I've never heard of her. Ark Investing. No, so she's a pure technology. So she's the only ETF that's pure technology, and okay. and when she's when she says technology, she don't mean like Apple because it's a technology stock. She's like, no, I'm gonna invest in technologies that are gonna be the the next the world yeah. in the future, like true technology. Mm-hmm. So she's in like, you know, a lot of the stuff that's in the biohacking space and the CRISPRs and the uh, Teslas and the. But anyway, she has an ETF that basically invests in all these. Um, you know, some crypto in there. Like she does a little bit of everything, but she has a newsletter that's pretty good, and she's all in. She's one of those. She's the poker player that's not like, I'm going to kind of play it safe. She's like, nope. Yeah, We're just going to put all the chips out there. We do enough research that so we believe in what we believe. We're going to put all the chips out there and we'll just see how it plays out. Wow. And she was back when Tesla was, you know, everybody was shorting Tesla four years ago. That's right, yeah. Shorting the crap out of it. She was the one that was saying, it'll be what it is. And she was right. But yeah, I, I, follow, I follow her. Kathy, she's, mm-hmm. to me... She's a smart one, mm-hmm. you know. Does she always get it right?
1: It's uh, hard for me to wrap my head around it. Like I threw in, I th- we may have said this in a previous podcast. Threw in seven hundred bucks one night at the lake house at a party. Yeah, and I bought seven hundred dollars worth of Apple stock. It was like twenty-one bucks at it. Oh, yeah, at <laughs> that time. And then what split since then? Too, I saw it go to five. Yeah, and I hadn't checked in a while, but I saw. I mean, it took a dip.
0: Oh yeah, but now, it. Split. I made
1: three thousand sixty percent on my money. But it took me, yeah. <laughs> like, if you really broke it down by annual, month, and day, it's like 20 cents a day. Mm-hmm. doesn't really excite yeah. me if I'd have thrown in 70000 though.
2: Oh, because the number's not big enough for that's you. That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I like the percentage on my dollar. It, yeah, yeah. Well, that's still. that's
2: the gamble, right, with everything. I mean, you know, I, I kind of like the stock market, but I'm kind of like you where, you know, I invest a certain amount so I can be where he's at you know yeah. like the mutual fund thing like he wasn't looking at that going oh man i made so much this week but when it came time to retire it was there yeah yeah,
1: yeah. it was passed. a long game it, it was, was 23 yeah, yeah. years always 20. going to be a long game so
2: yeah. i i try to play both sides of it though mm-hmm. so i'll try to play the long game do you short anything no cuz there's there's an infinite loss in a short I, I shorted a Lululemon. yeah <laughs> a friend of mine <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, heard that. I was like, it's, it's, it's athletic, gear. Yeah, I would, um, athletic gear. Yeah. Athletic
2: gear. Loud buys the shit out of it. <laughs> so it would be what I would.
0: That's right. Yeah. You know, I, I did well with it.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah. I'm one of those guys. And I tell this to Jared all the time. I'm the, I try to evaluate asymmetric uh, upside. Mm-hmm. So I want to invest in things that have, if I lose, if it literally dies tomorrow, I lose this much, but I feel like it has the potential to be this much. Right. Right. And your brother would say, that's like his Korean grandmother that would say, <laughs> roll everything on 30 on the, to me, that's not what it is. Because when you roll everything on 30, right. the downside is just as big as the upside. Oh, you're yeah. going to lose it all or you're going to gain it all. You're going to make 30, you're going to lose 30 bucks. Or you're going to make 30 bucks. <laughs> the investments that I want are like, where I spend a dollar and I have the chance to make 10,000 mm-hmm. or a thousand or you name, whatever that is. To me, that's that's a. It's an asymmetric upside versus downside. It'd be quite the kerfuffle, though, if it went sideways, though. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, anyway, <laughs> so so I'll do that. Like, I, and I'll invest, in. I got a bunch of, I got a huge position in BP as well because right. it's a great dividend. Uh, Verizon, all those that pay those dividends, I have that, right? And that's my, like, don't fuck shit up investment. But then on the other side of that, I'm like, when Tesla was big, short, I, was, I rode in a Tesla, And I was like, this is a phenomenal invention. Like he is, I'm a car guy. I'm like a hardcore, petroleum, loud motors. I'm that guy. I rode in a Tesla and I'm like, damn, this is something. Dude changed the game.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: And so I instantly, this was in Vegas, instantly got home and I was like, checking it out. Looked at the short position on Tesla. You know, a short position is potential buyers. It's actually... Uh, guaranteed buyers Because when those people exit that short They have to buy the stock To get out of that position So the way I looked at it I was like okay there's It's 50% shorter 60% shorted. I'm like those are all buyers At some point If this stock If he pulls it off Instantly got home Put a big position on Tesla I think it went And I got lucky as shit Because it happened to be the bottom I think it went a month It doubled mm. Sold half my position Went another month It doubled again Was this before the split? Yes. Uh-huh. This was the true bottom.
0: Oh, fantastic.
2: It doubled again. I sold the rest of my position cuz I'm like this can't go on forever and mm-hmm. it it went on. I I left a ton on the table. But that's the kind of stuff I like to play with mm-hmm. as long as I have all the other stuff. I got my smart money. We you like
1: to diversify?
2: Well, that's what it is. And that's kind of what we were talking about. You know, it's the the you know, the mutual fund is the diversification of the gamble on the technology you believe in.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had corporate 401k. I I also have my, you know, dabble account just to Mm. see what's going on. But, you know, I had meetings with uh, my financial advisor, Derek Merkler, very smart guy, West Point grad. And I was like, look, I don't like the stock market. Yeah. It doesn't get any creative juices going for me. And I see that. And he was like, well, let's take a look at your real estate portfolio. And he said, tell you what, and Derek gets paid. By me being in the stock market. Yeah. That's he said, how he just, makes money. He said, just do what you do. He said, you're making, you can take the, the hit on the tax side, cash in your 401k and go buy real estate because I can't make you the money that you're yeah. making on the real estate the, side. The, so I use it as operating capital. The, the pushback that I'll give you on that though is you're not diversified. No.
2: You know, you're all in, which is fine. And that's how you'd be if, listen, if I took mm-hmm. you to Cherokee, and We gambled. You'd be an all-in guy.
1: You're like, fuck it, let it all go. I've still got money in my pocket. We can't leave. Like, no, no. What I'm saying is, you would take. Here.
2: You would take every bit of money out of your pocket, and you would put it on red, and you'd be like, let that motherfucker go. I've done
1: it. I know. I've done it. Me, yep. on the other hand, <laughs> is like, I have to.
2: I'm like, no, I want to play a little bit here. I want to play a little bit over there. I want to play a little bit over there. Mm-hmm. This one will win. That one loses. You know, that's that's more my personality. So I get why you. Go with what you know,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, went to go see a concert at Cherokee. So, we have a lot our, our closest casino here is in Cherokee, North Carolina, it's called Harris Casino Indian Reservation, and um, they have a great music venue, great acts come through there. Yeah. I don't know if it was, might have been Smoke Blackberry Smoke or somebody, and they were like, Well, dude, nah, it's probably George's boy. Uh, Jamie Johnson. Jamie Johnson. Yeah. The tickets are only going to be 50 bucks a piece. You know, we're all carpooling up there and we're all driving back home. It's only going to cost you like a hundred bucks in beer. Like it'll be fine. I was like, you don't understand.
2: It's going to be a grand. We train. got to walk through the casino to get <laughs> to the music venue.
1: <laughs> and that just doesn't work. There's yeah. been some and time Just when, walk
2: through when you leave. That's
1: exactly right. For, who was the opening act? I don't know. I, I was on the casino floor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, bet it all on black. Man. Yeah. And like, forget it. Yeah. So other than, um, um, Gosh, what's the word? Your payouts, dividends, dividends. Yeah. Other oh, than your dividends, what's your number two that you Stock? look for?
0: Oh, oh, first. Um, I like history. I like something okay. solid. Um, I can I can give examples of uh, Home Depot.
2: So you're a big value investor. I, I am. Okay. I, I I like a good.
0: I mean, we're gonna have up and down. Yeah, yeah. You
2: know, I mean, it's a smart play. That, that's what. That's what.
1: Berkshire is is hundred oh,
2: yeah. percent value investing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Gosh, why didn't we get into that in the beginning? I, I mean, still think it's it's a viable. You stock know why? today.
2: No, but you oh, know why? Yeah. You know why you didn't? You wouldn't? Because when somebody pitched it to you in the beginning, you'd been
1: like, I don't know, I'd rather right, right, whatever. Right, 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 right. I'd rather buy real estate. than buy, buy real stock estate, in Real estate. Company. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Because I bring <laughs> you stuff all the time, and
2: it <laughs> could be the beginning. But <laughs> you're right. So anyway, sorry. I want to
0: say was Mark Cuban. He said, somebody asked him, what's the worst of, or what's the thing you most regret and from a financial standpoint? He said it was uh, not, like somebody called him from Uber, the, the guy who. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. It's like, oh, I need 15 grand or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, something, yeah. Maybe pa- 50. Pa- passed on it, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. guy's a billionaire. Oh, 50 grand is what I need. He's like, I don't know, taxi cabs. What's yeah. What's that? And he passed on that. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's, there's a couple of people. Gary, Gary Vee did the Gary same thing did the exact same three thing. times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gary Vee was his college buddies with the guy that started mm-hmm. Uber. knew him really well. He didn't get he didn't get the technology though, right? So he lives in New York. This guy's like, look, man, you can get black car service instantly. And you know when Uber first started, it was only black car service. It wasn't like a anybody Ford Fiat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I just don't. He's like, I just don't get it, man. I can get a taxi cheaper, you know. And so then he passed on like the first, in, first round of investing, second round, the third round. <clears throat> that guy, I can't even think of his name. Travis, I think his name. Anyway, he was in his office and he's like, let's take an Uber. And he said, when he walked downstairs and they walked out the door, then the dude was parked there with the door open and he just walked in and they took off. He's like, I get it. It's not about the ride. Uh-huh. It's about the convenience. Mm-hmm. You're paying for the convenience. And to be honest with you, Anywhere I'm at, I use an Uber. That's the exact reason I do it. Of course, I pay way more, but I don't of want to have to horse. like flag a taxi down. I don't want to have you know Bird Scooters kind of the same way. Like I don't want to walk. I just hop on one of them
1: damn scooters and, and they take just off. leave it. And just leave it. It's I'd convenience. Genius, And, and half yeah.
0: the taxes are nasty. There's a yeah, pile yeah. of puke in the back. And,
1: yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Uber's in Collegetown's the same one. <laughs> well, there <laughs> is like, some truth to you, that. How did you get an Uber license? And uh, Mark yeah. Cuban's no idiot, though. No. Like, if he skipped on that, he had reasons for it, but it is a regret. Yeah. None, we talk about this a lot. We, none of us have a crystal ball. No. Or we'd have bought up
2: well, a ton <clears throat> of real estate three years ago. It's okay to pass on stuff, and it's okay to miss opportunities because you want to stick to your gut, and not everybody's gut is in the same arena. Yeah. Right? I can bring you, we could bring you stock stuff. It's not going to feel good to you. That's right. You could bring us real estate stuff. It may not feel good to us. That's right. But that doesn't mean that either one's wrong.
1: No, Cuban picked up the Dallas Mavs for $285 million. Today, it's worth like $24 yeah. billion or some yeah, crazy yeah. number. Jerry like Jones. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just crazy. Nice yep. guy though. Yeah. I like Cuban. Yeah. So, tell me why you're hitting up Tesla. Is that a, you you said yes to that one
2: technology company. It's
0: exactly where the technology is going, especially with the last election twenty twenty. It went from, you know they're they're pushing everything towards uh, solar everything and on top of my van I have two hundred mm. watts of solar. Yeah, and every and I, you see that overnight and you, the more you drive down the street. Yeah, you see these solar panels on top of these cars. It could be, it could be vans? It could be trucks. Yeah,
2: I tell you why I like Tesla. And, and that's where the money's at, that. though. Yeah. And I look at it more as a technology company than a car company. Yeah. And I'll mm-hmm. give you an example. When you think of Apple, you don't think of them as a phone company. You think of them as a technology company. If you look at where the revenue comes from, it's not from phone sales, even though that's what everybody knows of. Where their revenue comes from is all the shit you have to have on that phone all the apps. that you pay for, and that's what Tesla's going to do. Yeah. Those cars are just the phone. Yeah, they're going to sell you the car. And then all of a sudden, oh, we've got this extra feature we're going to sell you. Oh, we've got this monthly thing that we can offer yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got this. Now you can get apps. Now you can do this. Now your car can be an Uber during the, once they do like once the cars can drive themselves. Oh, while you're at work, we've got this app where you can go. It's like not Uber. It's tuber. Mm-hmm. Now your car will drive around, pick people up while you're at work and make mm-hmm. you money and then come back and pick you up when you're done. It's crazy. So there'll be a bunch of that that happens. And that's that's where the money is. Or he like he could just license Tesla could just license all the all the information they've got over all these millions of miles they've been collecting. It's a data play. It's a data play. It's a a technology play. It's not a car company. They're not going down. You think? You think you could buy it today and still make money on? I think so, hundred percent. Hundred year smell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: It's the next Apple. In my personal opinion, it's the next. It's the next Apple. Would you sell Apple to get into Tesla? Yes. Yes. Apple's at the end of their play.
1: You think of of the Apple's bell curve? Yes.
2: So Apple's like what Microsoft did. So Microsoft did this huge play right on, and now they're just kind of, they're still making money. They're just, they're not that relevant, right? Kyle, that's a great point. 100. you, You couldn't even.
0: Yeah. So what, uh, What's going on in China right now is that they're having all these these protests and everything else.
2: Yeah,
0: everything's stopping in China right yep. now. that's where they make Apple. That's where all the workers yeah. and everything else, all, all the all ah. the guts that you put in these phones. Now, now what Elon Musk is doing? He's coming out with the Pi Phone. Yeah, which is going to be it's
2: going to be blow away what Apple. It's going to work on Starlink. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be the next jump what Steve Jobs did for the for the iPhone. Yeah. It's going to be the next jump.
2: So I think what Elon does to Apple will be kind of like what Google did to like Microsoft. You know, Microsoft, they made a fortune on Office and Word and Excel and then Google. comes out And we're like, hey, we'll give you free email. We're going to give you free this. We're going to give you free everything. I think that'll be Elon. Mm -hmm. He'll come out, be like, oh, the phone's free. Or it might cost you a little bit. You Know all these things will be incorporated with it that he can basically get you into that ecosystem of Tesla or whatever you know, you name whatever it is that he's sure. doing.
1: Yeah. What platform are you trading on today? TD America, yeah.
2: yeah. So you see, they're do you see they just got bought by yeah, I did. Schwab? I did, I got the email today, I did too, yeah. I did too. I don't check email, Charles, Charles Schwab <laughs> just bought TD Ameritrade, <laughs> yeah. I don't have a monopoly on that. What did he pay and for I, did, I didn't know oh, this, I,
0: know. I was traveling when this, like, I didn't know it either.
2: I, I, I was, seen the email, I was like, what the hell, yeah. Was, I was. I, Woke up this morning I'm like, Whoa. yeah, which might be good for us because I think that we might get extra features. Yeah, come
1: along, but um yeah,
2: I had no idea that that deal was happening.
1: Well, after the break, I'll uh, or after the podcast, I'll let you take a look at my little play money of TD Ameritrade. It's not much, but it's one hundred percent Apple. No diversification, <laughs> all in. The
2: good thing about Schwab buying is you might be able to buy crypto on
1: there.
2: All right, thanks for coming to the podcast. Uh, <laughs>
1: Now, it is a, it is time for us to wrap this up, Bobby Myers. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your van travels to enlighten us on some stock tips and tell stories about the van days, man.
0: Hey, I, thanks for having me. It's it's a pleasure seeing y'all again, and and uh, uh, yeah, great time coming in here. I, I love all all your. Uh, The podcast
2: that y'all put out, man,
1: it's some
0: great information out there. We'll have uh, have to have you
2: back for some updates one day. Uh,
1: You let me know. Not only that, we've hit a a tenth of Bobby's life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he's, I mean, he's got so much content inside him to tell. So I think there's a lot more stories in there too. Oh, there's a ton more. Some podcast friendly, some not. But they are. We will have you back again for (laughs) sure. Awesome, Bobby Myers. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate
2: it.